So are you, I mean, you've got to be kind of bummed about having just moved to Disney World <laughs> practically. Shut it down? Right? Yeah, I'm a little, a little irate about that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, not that I don't get it, but well, yeah, what, what timing, right? Yeah, at least I had like a solid year and some before. <laughs> before, before Disney World was over. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. And this reservation system, it really stinks. I we can no, get off on this, but I I have. Uh, <clears throat> it seems as though there are a lot of things like that that they do. Sort of. I mean, okay. So l- let me ask you this: the you know completely off the top of COVID and 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 the sort of ad hoc situation that they have employed with the park reservations and all of that in general. Since you have the the super duper both coast pass, mm-hmm. you have Max Pass over mm-hmm. here, and you have the so called pass Fast Pass Plus mm-hmm. here in the world of Disney. Which do you prefer? You're talking about Max Pass over in Universal. No, like Max. Oh, about- sorry. Uh, what's it called? What are they? Um, call- are you talking about? Um- in Disneyland. Oh, in Disneyland, they have the well. They have it's uh yeah. It's well, maybe you can it's do called it Max the, Pass. Yeah. What do they call it? Is, isn't it uh, Max Pass? I don't know. Are we Disney fans? I, I don't prefer. Remember. <laughs> I prefer the Disneyland system. I do too, because okay. it's it's the same as the yeah, old gonna, paper system, and it's on it your up. phone, and you get them that day. I well, it's even better order, than the paper system because you can, like, I can be. The, the deal is, you have to be in the park to. For those of you who aren't familiar, you have to be, if you want a fast pass for an attraction, you have to be in the park before you can get the pass. You can't be like feet from the park. You can't be in the parking lot. You have to be in the park, just like the old fast pass system in Disney World. But what's brilliant is that you can, I can be in Disney California Adventure and, and get a fast pass for, say, Space Mountain in Disneyland. But I have to be in the park, like in a park, right? Okay. What's also nice is that it doesn't let you accumulate fast passes. You have one. And you can overlap a little bit, but not a lot. It's like it will tell you, okay, this is the time when you will be able to get your next fast pass. Right, and it's usually like an hour... After the fast pass comes due, but if that if you're in a if you have a fast pass for a particularly popular ride and they're selling out real bad, and so it's eight o'clock in the morning and you're trying to get on Midway Mania and it's you know the next one's at three, you'll have like at ten o'clock you can get another one because yes. it's ridiculous to make you wait until three to get another one. Yes, and see that's my point is that trying you have to, to be in, this, in the thing you can only get them for that day. That's the best way to do it. This, it this is Max Pass. You're right. So what do they call it at, <laughs> at Universal now? Is it? I don't know. I don't go there. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I go. I've gone a few times, but I people, don't. I've heard of people going, but, um, but yeah, the as a pass holder in Orlando, I'm never riding Flight of Passage again <laughs> because, because you waited. You you've done the two hour wait or three hour wait, and <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's you know who who enjoys three hours waiting. 
Yeah, you know, there's a, there's oh. an inherent unfairness unfairness to it, and, and I, I do understand that because we can get them what thirty days out, right? Correct. And yeah. people with as annual pass holders can get them ninety days out. So there's Correct. two whole months for that sucker to fill and up. Depending on what resort you're staying at, you can get you can get more of certain kinds of fast passes as also. Oh, really? Passes. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. But all that's all that's changed now. Because well, there yeah. are no currently there are no fast passes for anything. The only thing that has that still bears the echo of the past is uh, Rise of the Resistance when it does open this mm-hmm. week. We'll have a virtual queue system. But that queue will be it's like a I don't know, I don't know if I'm gonna describe it properly, but it's a rolling queue of sorts, so that instead of you, know, you being there the break of dawn and you know, you get them as soon as you can get them and they're all gone like an hour or so after the park opens. They're only going to allot a certain amount. Mm-hmm. And then I think like another three times that day, uh, there'll be other availability. Compartmentalize it so that it's not, excuse me, that was my bell collection. I thought that was maybe uh, your uh, sound effect. Was that like time for a time for a word from our sponsors or something? Time for my medicine. (laughs) 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 The show's about to get weird. Um, But uh, weird on the medicine or off the medicine? Well, it's all down to perspective, really. Um, (laughs) On the medicine, I to me it's weird. Off of it, everyone else is. Um, But uh, but yeah, the the. The uh, that's that's a great idea because I think they should do that probably in general, right? Because it is a tad ridiculous to have the you know along the same lines as the Fast Pass Plus, right? Is is that I have to make a a, uh, a resort reservation to me for me to get a chance of getting on any high volume ride that without fast without waiting in line, for long. right? Exactly. Yeah. And so with with Rise of the Resistance, I mean, the one time I've ridden it. I had to be at the park at like five in the morning in order to get in, you know, at the right time and hit the button when it went live or whatever. And that's, that's a little ridiculous to, for that to be the entire ride, right. For the thing to be sold out 10 minutes after it opens up. Now, I don't know if it's the same way anymore. Well, certainly not now. No, it is. But, but I mean, you know, midway mania and I mean, Peter Pan, Still commands massive weights, and it's not. It's not like well, I'll wait for the popularity to die down. That's never going to happen. It's well, the other day, like on the preview day, on the preview day, we walked past, and we had been there. We had been there. At, let's see, we uh, had breakfast at Kona Cafe at like eight a.m., and oh. at this point, it's like close to four p.m., and we're in the Magic Kingdom, and we're walk, we're walking past Peter Pan, and the wait said fifteen minutes. <laughs> and I said well, we we should do this, and my son Henry said, oh, like no, I can't do it. Can't I'm like, dude, that's so worse than me. Like, yeah, that you you don't understand. Peter Pan usually is like two hours. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Fifteen minutes, buddy. You're never going to see this again. This ride's been here for ever. It was, it was here before they built the park. And so I think, but that's that's part of the problem of the fast passes is that they they do ensure that certain people who have, you know, they've 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 this may be their only 
vacation to Walt Disney World ever. And so there's certain attractions they want to make sure they they get to. And so by allowing them to have fast passes. So get in there uh, at rope drop and grab your fast pass <laughs> like we always did. <laughs> I mean, we don't even, you know, if we do it the way they do it in Disneyland, or at least if you have the max pass thing, um, which I don't think that they should charge for that's that's ridiculous that's and it's not much i mean whatever it is it's 20 bucks well you can still do you can still get fast passes you just can't yeah, you use can do the, the paper ones right yeah. you gotta run and get the thing right yeah. so we don't have to send the runner and you know and he takes yeah. everybody's passes with him and that's no good um so like do it with the app don't charge people for it but do it that way they do it out there and do that here so that you know like in the people that you know have been saving up since you know 74 to come and and absolutely, they should be able to ride the things that they want to ride. And that's why they need to get in the park at 7 in the morning. Did you say saving since 74? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's know, a long time. Kind of a, well, some people are patient, man. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's Well, we're, we're pretty sure that we'll have at least two kids and four grandkids by the time we go. Yeah. In 40 years. Yeah. So... 50 for that 50 maybe closer to 50 no, let's, let's not talk about how close it is to 50 <laughs> i think so i have a sneaking suspicion we both have the same year on our birth date <laughs> yeah so so uh i i um i like that right now there are no fast passes yeah because it actually does even with the i know that the, i know that the uh the park levels the, the uh, attendance is dramatically suppressed, right? I mean, it's it's really low. We don't know. No one knows the actual number, but it's really low mm-hmm. for the physical distancing and so forth. But it's kind of lovely. Like, because without the fast pass, like everything, because the, the lines, I mean, it just makes sense. Like without a fast pass line, the regular standby line automatically is going to be less. Yeah. Exactly. Right. It's almost like they kind of caused the problem by trying to solve it. Yeah, they do. I mean, it's right. You have to pick yeah, a poison sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but the reservation system for getting into the parks right now, that's the piece that I think is broken. And you know me, I'm unabashedly pro Disney. Sure. And they do a lot of things great. But, but just one. <laughs> but, I mean, as an annual pass holder... Look, I, I I totally get that uh, Disney wants to make sure that if their resort guests are here, they're able to get into parks. So if you're staying in a Disney hotel, that you're able to get into a park, I get it. Totally, completely, one hundred percent get it. Right. What I don't understand is why, and I now I'm just gonna I'm gonna bring it up while we're talking. Um, why I cannot get into uh see what the time is now for getting into Hollywood Studios. So as an annual pass holder, let me, let me put it this way. As a Disney, Disney Resort guest, in the month of August, for example, I can get into any of the parks any day that I want right now in terms of, in terms of reserving my time. In fact, the entire final week of July, I still could get into any park that I want. As an annual pass holder, there is no park that I can get a reservation for now in the at month all. of July. Oh, in July. At all. In August, there is not it's there's not I was going to say there's no weekend. There's actually it's not until August, Sunday, August 30th that I could get a weekend reservation for a park. August 30th. 
and not even just any park. I could only, I, the only park that I can get into on August 30th as, an, as a pass holder is Epcot. I can't get into Magic Kingdom, Disney Animal Kingdom, or Disney Hollywood Studios. Huh. That's how bad it is. And so um, is that just because they've cordoned off a certain but, amount for... I, th- I think so. But that's not the part. That, so, so the resort guest piece, I understand. It's if you click the little, and this is available on Disney World. Uh, it's their, it's, and you'd have to Google search probably like Disney Park Pass availability. Um, but if you click on slash good luck fool, yeah. <laughs> if you click on theme park ticket guests, so these are people who just bought like day tickets. Okay, like, yeah, just you know, one day pass, not, two day pass, three day right, right. Um, right now. They're getting the same treatment basically as the Disney Resort guests. It's really? slightly different. Actually, they have better availability. They have better availability. Um, so we're in steerage over here. We are in steerage as annual pass holders, <laughs> and I don't like it one bit. And it's not, I'm like, look, I will bow down to the resort. That and, makes sense. Yeah, it does. Right. I mean, maybe it sounds like they might be earmarking a bit too big of a block of these things. But, I mean, so uh, my other, <laughs> my, I put on my, putting on my black hat thinking my black hat thinking, um, my black hat theory is that this is the way that Disney will prevent all the Floridians, all the stupid Floridians who are <laughs> reckless and COVID didn't feel you know, COVID, uh, Keeping us out, keeping Floridians out. I mean, yeah, I I don't know that I can blame them. (laughs) I mean, if you're sitting around saying like, well, let's see, is there a certain population of people who we want to encourage to maybe not come so frequently or not at least not come in great numbers at the same time, right? It's probably going to be Floridians. Thanks a lot, Floridians. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean... So if that's here's the thing, Disney. If that's what you're saying, if that's the reason for this, I wish you'd just come out and say it because then I'd applaud you. I'd be like, yeah, right, yeah, okay, yeah. I get it. You're right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's copy. totally a smart move. <laughs> if if instead it's just like you've apportioned these in some way that has penalized people who have handed over like me, like I mean, because I had this bi coastal pass, like two grand. Yeah, like it's it's a bit of a problem. I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying. Feels, Especially since my workaround for this. A little mean. Um, no one's going to listen to me, so I, I can say this. The workaround for this is obvious. You just you just book a resort stay. You get like, well, like yeah, Marcus, you if you can, you cancel, no, you don't cancel. No, you, if you cancel, you, just, you wouldn't be able to get in. But you have okay, to you basically you're going to say you're basically going to say, okay, I am going to, you know stay at this hotel. Maybe it's like, you know, you do a pop century or something to get a cheap ticket and a cheap ticket to get a, as cheap as possible resort. Maybe the campground, the campground would be your bet. Ooh, perfect. Right? Yeah. So book, book a campsite and then now you can get your reservation wow. for the park. Now, but, you know, which essentially means you're paying more for your annual pass. True. <laughs> but the rates at the campground aren't that bad, right? I mean, no, if they're not filled. Yeah. Uh, but, oh. That's an interesting idea. Uh, it's just not. It just shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to do that. It really, you really shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, you know. Although I have been wanting to stay on on resort, 
since I've lived here. And I was like, oh, man, what's the reason for me to ever stay at a resort now? I mean, because I'm here. Like, why would I want to pay money to spend yeah. the night somewhere where... Well, this is, this is a pretty good reason. Perfect opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good reason. So, yeah, so that's it. That's my only complaint. That's my only complaint. Yeah, it's... it's now, I, I had understood that, uh, and maybe this was just rumor, that they were going to sort of in, employ a Rise of the Resistance-like virtual queue for, you know, expand that to few, two other rides. Is that still something? No, I've heard no. The word that. that I heard, which I don't remember whether who it was from or when it was, so I don't know whether it's valid or not, but a word I heard was that they're not going to do them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this I think this standby queue system is working really well, as long as the crowd levels stay at this yeah, so that's the key, right? Level. I'm thinking like more forward once we do, I don't know, either we but the come people up have with to a go vaccine or we all die um, at one way well, or the other. That's, yeah, that's great. You know, we're going to have to address <laughs> population <laughs> problem. Um, but, uh, but yeah, once it opens up, you know, wide open after all this stuff is over, I think that, I mean, the virtual queue system that they employ with uh, Rise of the Resistance is pretty good. You know, it's, it's I think, something like that for Flight of Passage or, or you know, some of these other, you know, rides that command these ridiculous 300-minute waits in their standby. Yeah, that's not a bad system. I mean, maybe not for everything. You don't need it for Small World, but, I mean, <laughs> nothing bad against Small World. <laughs> What do you have against Small World? I have nothing against Small World. I love Small World. Uh, okay. Well, I Dolph do. protest too much. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do Small World. But anyway, um, yeah, the uh, um, it's pretty, you know, and, and I like, you know, that you're talking about how they're sort of doing that rolling thing. That that's That makes even more sense. I think that. I think we're going to see that in some other rides, particularly flight. I mean, I, I keep talking about flight of passage, but that, that one is, you know, it gets up into like four digits sometimes and it's ridiculous. There's no way you're going to ride that thing unless you get there, like, you know, and sneak in or something, you know, you dress up like a giraffe and, and, you know, go in and you're like, no, sorry. I'm supposed Cause to that be is, doing a giraffe safari. that's the, <laughs> it's like that. It's like that scene in inside out. Have you seen inside out? Yes, yes. Where they have to get to, um, oh boy, what's the giant clown's name? Um, they're the trying, clown. the giant clown, they're trying to get him out of the lockup, basically. Uh, and I'm going to figure this out while I talk about it. We're so not the, talking about Bing Bong. What? No, 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 no. The giant clown. Is Inside giant Out? Clown. Yeah, Inside Out. Apparently, you need to watch Inside Out. Apparently. <laughs> Again, Jangles. Jangles the clown. Because they're trying to wake. They're trying to oh, wake Riley. Yes. And they're, so they're trying to scare her awake. So they're like, oh, we got to go get Jangles. Well, Jangles is in lockup. He's like literally in right. lockup. He's like, roll the trouble, makers go. And so, but they can't get into lock. It can't, the funny thing is, like, getting into a prison is also difficult. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so what they do is that the, the, the guards are, of course, asleep and, or distracted or something. And they sneak up and then they make a whole bunch of noise, like a clunk, clunk of the doors. And, the guards like, oh, who goes in? Like, oh, you caught us, you caught us. Like, and then they get thrown back in there. They get thrown back right. in. So that's how they got in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's what you have to do. You'd be a giraffe, and you're like, oh, how did I get out? How did I, I get out lost? Is anybody scared. got a way back to the safari? Somebody threw a balloon at me, and <laughs> and I'm going crazy. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Like, well, we got to put you back in the giraffe. I'm thinking it's time for my medicine. 
<laughs> Things are looking weird. I'm starting to see Jack Brown. Oh my God, am I really this tall? <laughs> I got a sore throat. <laughs> oh no, see, now you cross the line. That's it. Uh, you're in the COVID symptom territory. And, <laughs> and also a tangential reference to Mitch Hedberg. But um, <laughs> the... Um, but yeah, so you, you know, and then you got to get in there and you're like, I made it. I'm it's four in the morning. I'm in a draft suit and I'm waiting in line for flight of passage. This is the way I'm going to get in. Except you're in the safari. Yeah. <laughs> so now I got to figure out. And you're looking around like, and I cut through. And you guys know how to get out of here? Train stop or whatever. And then get that way. Planet watch. I don't know which, which way. If I was in the giraffe zone, how would I make it to? We'd have passage? to hop over the, like the spiky things. Yeah, those little those little um, chains that they got that the thing runs Ooh. over that Ooh. animals apparently won't go across. Ooh. Yeah, so Can't do that's that. what that's the, and and I don't know the average uh, uh, park visitor shouldn't have to do that to ride the ride. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's just, me, it does it does it does seem like a lot. It's a little like, extreme, <laughs> like having to break jangles out of the prison to get into. <laughs> Isn't that what we were saying? Probably <laughs> <laughs> just wake up already. Please just hey, wake man. up. Just ride the freaking ride. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that's my point is that maybe, maybe virtual cues would be good there so that you don't have to get a draft suit. I, yeah, yeah, I can virtual see Virtual cues so you don't have to get a giraffe suit. <laughs> Magical place on earth. Keeping, keeping, keeping people out of giraffe suits since <laughs> 2020. Because you could have like three people, right? You'd have you do the, the the normal pantomime horse thing where one person's bent over and then you got the other person in front and then you got another person on that person's shoulders, right? And then that's so the, you've really thought this out. It's 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 a hobby. Um, <laughs> we talked about the medicine, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so you you could get your whole family in there, and then if you had like somebody dressed up as like a monkey or something that rides drafts, you know, then he'd be on the back. Oh, or, yeah. or she. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now I don't know where they put giraffe riding monkeys in the Kilimanjaro as far as I don't remember <laughs> seeing those, but they're security guards. Well, they know, you know, I, 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 I feel like, like a, it's best that I just not say anything. Pika Pika or whatever it is. <laughs> you know, I'm just not going to react. What is that <laughs> VIP pass behind? You have like a, you have something hanging from your shelf that says VIP and it's, and it's been making me envious. Oh, that's when I had backstage passes to Weird Al Yankovic. <gasps> oh, in 3D? He is the nicest guy in oh. the world. I've got nothing but great things to say about him. And I'll tell you why. Because he played his butt off for like two and a half hours. It was the, uh, what's it called? Uh, it's not written on the thing. But it's the one where he did his tour where it was more of a sort of MTV Unplugged thing. Where it was just him and his... his uh, his band on the stage and they were playing all of his original stuff, like his style parodies and things like that. None of his mm-hmm. direct song parodies. Um, and uh, um, at the end, I mean, he, it was like 11. Wait, wait, wait. At night. What's the difference between us? What's, what's the difference between, I know what a song parody is like, but what's right. Diff- so like a song parody is what you think of like, eat it for beat it mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. of that stuff. It's parodying a specific song, but he's also got these songs that are like, um, uh, sort of parodies more of a band's style without necessarily parodying a specific song that they do. Um, like the one I always think of as Frank's 2000 inch TV is a style parody of Toad the Wet Sprocket. Okay. Um, but it's not a song that they did. 
right? It's okay. just kind of a, a they, those. Or the easy one is "Dare to Be Stupid," is not a Devo song, but it's a Devo style parody, right? Okay. And Mark Mothersbaugh was <laughs> famously said that uh, Weird Al Yankovic managed to nail the sound that he had been trying to perfect <laughs> for for ages, and he was like, "And I hate him for it." But uh, but yeah, so he did. A, a lot of that stuff, 1130 at night, giant line to see the guy. I'm at the very back of the line. So I'm the last dude he sees. Should have gotten that fast pass. Just as nice to me as, as anybody else. He was extremely wow. cool. Well, maybe because you were last in line. He was like, well, You're king I don't king. think he was aware because <laughs> I came in <laughs> and I was like, you're almost there, man. And he was like, thank you. And I was like, okay, you're tired. <laughs> you're really, really tired. Let's, let's you know, and he signed, uh, I've got a, a little Funko Poppy sign for me, but uh, very cool. Yeah, when was very, that? Very, very, very cool guy. Um, man, a year and a half, two years ago. Oh, yeah, very recent. Yeah, interesting. I'm not sure what I'm more impressed by that, but he's still touring. That they uh, we did like a big crazy tour. I mean, he usually does. That's kind of the point of that tour. Was his usual tour is he goes all out and wears the costumes like he puts on the the fat suit for fat and all that stuff and he was like i want to do just kind of a cooled out low-key one mm-hmm. and i was like that's the one i want to see and so that's the one i went to and uh and then he's toured again since then and it was a, a bit more of a gonzo wah, you know kind of tour but uh man he's he's still kicking it what's the he's, best concert you've never been to best concert i've never been to mm-hmm Hmm. I remember when Elton John and Billy Joel. Oh yeah. Why didn't we do that? I never got. I never saw it because it sucks. Because like I was old enough and I could have afforded it probably if I'd saved a bit. You know, like I could have. I mean, it would have been hard to justify, but I have. I could have done it because that would have. That was in the nineties, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Until I moved to Scottsdale three years ago. I never lived somewhere where things like that happen. <laughs> things come, things like that come. So we to just had electricity three weeks ago, right? I was in Little Rock, or I was in Mississippi, or I was in you know a couple of years in Columbia, Missouri, or close to it in Fulton. I like and how I like how you like equate like you're you're naming cities, but the Mississippi gets its own like. Well, it kind of not even gonna. Right? I'm not even gonna mention a city because it's just Mississippi, <laughs> well, it's Starkville. But I mean, Starkville, right? Exactly. Wow. And, that sounds like a city out I, of like great town. Like, Don't get me it's wrong. It's like next to it's right next to Gotham. Well, that's Starkville. Uh, no, there's Stankville. That's a little different. Oh, Stank. Okay. Um, but um, but yeah, they uh, you know, great town. I, I've loved all the places that I've lived, but it's just you know, Elton John ain't playing Starkville, you know, and so it's it's uh it's been very cool to live somewhere where that junk comes and I can just kind of drive, you know, it's not, I've been to, you know, I went to concerts when I lived in these places, but it was always, you know, after a five hour drive and mm-hmm. then there's a five hour drive after that. And that sucks. So, um, <laughs> so it's kind of fun to be somewhere where you can drive. It's funny how that know, works until, the, until they minutes. discover wormholes. It's going to be like, or that. I have to get a, yeah, exactly. Or I have to get like a, a hotel or whatever, you know, and it's just a much bigger event. Like, um, and it's, you know, for big stuff. Okay. That's, that's, that makes sense. Right. For Elton John and Billy Joel. All right. Yeah. I drive five hours to see that. But like, I also got to see things like they might be giants mm-hmm. who 
played who's one of my favorite bands ever but the thing is is they don't tour a whole lot and then they also tour like smaller venues and things like that they're not selling out stadiums but they're there's you know they're playing some kind of you know little place mm-hmm. and you don't find out that they're even playing there until like a week before and oh crap they're here let's let's go see them and so we went and saw them and i would not have been able to do that had i lived somewhere that i didn't you know, that where that wasn't just right down the street. And so that's, that's kind of a thing here too, is that big things happen here. And that's, that's, uh, you mean it, Orlando. It would be difficult, right. <laughs> in my, in my, in my <laughs> office. <laughs> <laughs> so they might be Jensen right over there. Um, but, um, <laughs> they're also big in the, in the accordion. So you got Weird Al, you got Damon Jones. Are you an accordion fan? Is that what? I am not. I I have a theme that's. Well, I guess I'm sort of a a de facto accordion fan because a lot of my favorite bands play the. I was looking up um, songs. So I I think I saw They Might Be Giants in concert when, um, I think they I think they came to Johns Hopkins. That sounds like somewhere they would play in the '90s. Um, Yeah. Because when you know that would would be like Flood or something that was. Which is yeah, probably the only album, the only album I own. Is it? Not, I'm not, not only album period, but like the only only album. I have, <laughs> I have a grand total of one album. <laughs> it's a weird thing with me. But it makes you know, it makes it easy when you're uh, reaching for music. Yeah, yeah you just like, hey, yeah, Siri, just one. play that one album, please. That's a great album. You know, this um, thing I did. In, uh, I don't necessarily recommend it, but uh, I was in the car the other day and I said. I gotta kind of say this quietly so she doesn't overhear me. Say, you know, hey Siri, uh, oh. like shuffle my music. Like I gave, all of it. Like all of it. Boy, man, what so happened? it was quite the. I mean, look, my playlists are quite eclectic as it is, especially my happy yeah. music playlist, which I don't know if I've ever explained that to you or not, but I can I at some not point. Heard of this? But. Um, it was all over the place, but I did discover some tracks that I didn't realize I had. Oh yeah, like yeah, like this one that was called. Uh, it's like I have to send it to you. It's um, it's off of some album clearly from the seventies of Walt Disney, like Walt Disney Journey, like an evening in the Magic Kingdom Resort area, and they you're on the monorail. And then you stop at the contemporary for like drinks, I guess. And there's like awesome 70s style lounge music playing. And then you get back on the monorail after like 15 minutes or so. And then you go to the Polynesian and there's Polynesian audio. Yes. It's now, is it like, is there narration or is it just only between the, only between the stops? Like, so we're going, how weird. It's so, what is it? Did you figure out what it was? I know, but it's fantastic. And and so so I these are the things you have to do, I guess, to so maybe I do recommend it that you should say, you know, hey, it's like shuffle, <laughs> shuffle my music. Everything I own. Yeah. I mean, I did turn up some stuff like books on tape audio that pop <laughs> up and like really um chapter why seven. Do, oh man, what the I don't even know yeah. what book this is. <laughs> so um so I don't know. I think that uh I don't know what made me think of that other than the, oh, the, the, that I have more than one album. We have proof that I have more than one album. You shuffled your entire music and you 
<laughs> and and you, you know it's bad. You say shuffle all of my music, please. And she says, "You mean flood?" <laughs> this tip. Shuffle the album you got. <laughs> you mean? Would you like you to just hear Istanbul over and over and over again? Well, yes, thank we you very much. I do like it. that. I know. I Repeat like that song. One. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I think it would be Earth, Earth, Wind, and Fire concert. Ooh, like the actual, but like I would have been way too young to actually go to. Yeah, yeah, a true well, Earth, Wind, and Fire. But I, but for me, that's what it would be. Or yeah, I don't know. I don't want to say it. You say the Beatles, aren't you? No. Oh <laughs> no. Um, the Bee Gees, though, for sure. Oh, the Bee Gees, that would be fun. Um, no, actually, my dream. This this is not the one I'm embarrassed to talk. Gordon about. Lightfoot. No, that'd be good too, though. What do you think? Yeah. No, you were joking, weren't you? No, but I I, I was not joking. But okay. I mean, um, something I figured you would say. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, so so the one I think I would love to see is, and this is because I have the I have an album of this concert, um, but. Chuck Mangione. Uh-huh. Um it could be Chuck Mangione, because like the perfect mix up would be what? Chuck Mangione, Burt Bacharach, and who was the was the other um oh I can't I, I can't think of the third. But imagine that seeing them in concert at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh wow. <sighs> that would be now, would you want to see them? I mean, not necessarily like them as they are now because that would be very boring oh no i'm i mean um <laughs> i think Chuck, i think yeah bert is bert dead on a second i think he's dead i don't know if don't Jones say this don't bert. don't tell me these things is he but would it would would you want to see it like with the, the he's still alive of, is he really he's 92 why, why did i there's, think he was dead there's still hope somebody else somebody's dead that's along those lines there's well, sure. He's ninety-two. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, like, what do you say, uh, like? <laughs> yes, there are other ninety-two-year-olds who are who are not actually ninety-two years old because they're dead. Wow, ninety-two. But uh, but what about who? So who? But else like was, the ambiance of the seventies, you know, seventies Hollywood. <laughs> that would have to be part of the awesomeness of that concert too, though. Yes, and Especially I can. Why am I having trouble thinking of the name of the? Uh, the other trumpeter. Sid Vicious? No. <laughs> Why? I don't understand. The trumpeter? Know. Yeah, Carly yeah, Parker. you know. I know you know who I'm talking about. Oh, boy. Not, uh, what's his name? Oh, what's the trumpeter guy that... Yeah, that guy. Loves? Well, Chuck Mangione. I put in, I put in like 1960s trumpet players, and of course, Chuck Mangione comes up. <laughs> It's like amazing. Um, I don't know. It'll come to me when I, you know, when it doesn't matter anymore. It makes great radio. Um, Barry Manilow. Oh yeah, but back in the day, Barry Manilow. Yeah, back in the day. But like, at what point would you cut him off? Like, you can't sing anything after this. This period. Oh, I don't know. I think he could sing. You do pretty much anything from like now to, or like not that he's. Well, I mean, like it's just the show. Guy. I mean, it's like like it's like Elton John. Uh, yeah, he's a know. showman. Yeah, yeah. The the audience engagement. The, you know, when they still had the fire in the belly. Yeah, and they were still trying yeah. to prove something to themselves as well as other people, and 
Um, not that they had to, but the, yeah. Well, it comes with showmanship, man. I would love to have seen Michael Jackson in concert. Oh, I did that. Did you really? Yeah, backstage passes too. Whoa. No, I'm lying. I, I never saw him. Of course in you are. I wanted to. I tried to win tickets all the time, like in the eighties. Oh, like on the radio? Of course. And Madonna. The third you know, like, that's a total ripoff, right? That's <laughs> they don't care about the third caller. I was so good Worked at it. Working radio, it's not it's, it's such a it's just a scam. It's not a scam don't tell really me that. because you don't, don't tell me that. All those out years. anything, but if you win, you I mean nobody wins because they give it to their the friend, right? advertiser. Oh, an advertiser. Yeah, that makes more sense than a friend. <laughs> let's 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 give this guy who gives us money a little perk. So yeah. That's sad. That makes me so sad. Wow. Well, now like even though I never won. Even though I never won, I feel like uh I feel like my dreams are still crushed in some way. Like how is that possible that I've I recrushed your dreams? I like, well, like, I like them back up there was hope. Like again. there was hope. It was hope and I and I just but I just lost fairly. But now I feel like I was <laughs> maybe one day used by the machine. Yeah, sadly. Wow. Wow. So everybody listens because they want to see if they won. But they didn't win. Huh. So so there's one time. <laughs> There's this one time where I was listening listening to uh, B104 in Baltimore and uh, Top 40 Station, and they were promoting some, it's definitely like mid-80s, they were promoting some, uh, it was during the era, the era of like Beat Street and um, oh, yeah, Breaking and, and like yeah, that. the whole yeah. Breakdance thing, which I loved. Couldn't do oh, it, heck yeah. oh, but God, I loved man. it. Um, bruised myself immensely. Oh, you actually tried? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I could moonwalk though. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I worked on. That's when you could work on and not end up with like massive tra- brain. Just no, trauma. just just an ankle ankle trauma maybe or something or or social trauma. Yeah. <laughs> there was these the psychological aspect of it. But but I um, they were promoting some some event that was happening, some breakdance event in the city, I guess, and. They said at the end of it, for more information, call, you know, call, like, call the number. Like, they gave their, like, radio number. I think it's just something they said. Yeah. Because I called them. I don't know why I called them. Yeah, you wanted more information. I I was probably 13 years old. And I was like, yeah, I just want, like, more information. Like, like. I clearly didn't feel like I got enough information from what right, they, I need more. Right. I, and, and clearly they didn't either because they were saying for more information. I mean, why would you say that if you felt like I have nothing more to give? Right. right yeah, exactly. The, the, the implication there is that you would receive such information if right. you called the number. But I don't think I expected what I got. So I called this number and the number happened to be the radio station. And the guy, the person who answers is like the disc jockey. Yeah. But I was not expecting and he answers that. And in his on air voice too. Oh yeah. Hi, is yeah, that you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and I'm like, hi, I'm just like calling for more information <laughs> about the breakdance thing. <laughs> he had no idea that spot even like this, ran. He doesn't know. <laughs> there's like this awkward pause. He's like, yeah, well, um, you just, you just, it's happening at such and such and such because of the time. Like he said the <laughs> same. You thing listen to the said, radio. <laughs> we just told same. you, man. Said the same thing he said on air, and as a thirteen-year-old or however old I was, I didn't have the gumption to say. But, but, but you said more information. information, not the same information again. <laughs> we could do it in a little squeaky voice if you want. It's, of course, it's I the got same through that. I got through that time. That's the time I get through. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> and see, they didn't have what you wanted then either. <laughs> no. I had a confused radio DJ. Going, and this is know. why I don't listen to radio to this day. I sound like I know anything about what's going on around. Do you listen here. to radio? I I I used to like actual broadcast radio. I do not know. Yeah, I well, mean, and, would, and would not you, because I hate I meant, it. Like, well, Just you know, like they static? got the satellite and the, and the, the, you know, various sort of podcasts that come from, ostensibly come from radio, but they also hmm. kind of publish them as podcasts, you know, that kind of thing. Like NPR. I mean, if, if you're listening to NPR, chances are you're listening to it via, you know, one of the million NPR podcasts, you know, Fresh Air yeah. and, and yeah. This American Life and all those things are, are put out as a, as a podcast. You can kind of approximate your own NPR station with all these things. But uh, no, I don't even do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I get in goofy podcasts. Not about it. I um. And they might be giants. <laughs> I I get into Michelle's vehicle, her uh, CRV, and turn it on, and the radio comes on. It like springs to life, and it's startling. <laughs> because my experience is like I, you know I have to queue up my music, or or it just picks up where I left off off right. my phone or something, and this is just stuff that's just playing, and and you know <laughs> this is willy nilly. <laughs> Half the time, I wish it was Willie Manilli. Like Willie Manilli. Like half the time, <laughs> Willie <half the> Manilli. <laughs> blame it on the rain, baby. <laughs> blame it on the rain. Come on, you. you I know Willie, all, Willie Manilli is pretty. Philly, Millie, uh, Millie Vanilli Millie, is Millie the band, of course. Yeah, but but <laughs> Willie Manilli, I'm loving that. Anyway, so like it's it's uh it's 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 playing this music that I usually don't like, and I'm and of course I'm like and I sound like then I'm like my father like. Which I don't know if he ever said this, but he should have like, what is this stuff? You know, like I'm like, right. what is, it's such wow, a dad thing to say. What is this crap? Um, you kids today, it's terrible. You listen yeah, to this Duran, stuff? Duran, like, and then of one course, Duran like, was enough for us. Of course, the appropriate response for radio is like, she'll say like, well, it wasn't that song. <laughs> like when I shut it off, right. Yeah, like, it didn't pause. I'm like, yeah, but that's the whole point. Like, you never know what you're going to get. Everybody next. in like, town was like, "What happened to the radio station?" <laughs> uh, she turned the car off. <laughs> Great. Well, does anybody know when she's going to leave? I was recording that. <laughs> Remember that? We were waiting for a song to come on the radio so you could record it. I know that's kind of the cliche thing for Gen Xers to talk about. But <laughs> and then you're always mad at the DJ because he talked over the the intro to the but song. Because, yeah, exactly. I used to make, yeah, I used to, I used to, I actually used to do a little like radio. I used to do like um, my own recordings on cassettes from I do albums. And I, and I actually you did an interview. I, I interviewed Michael Jackson once. Oh, cool. Um, but in like all of his answers were his songs. Like we're like, we're like lines from his. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so was, you play that part of the, the song to be his answer. Yeah. Awesome. You know, like you, you want to be starting something. You got to be starting. Like, um, <laughs> so I'm not like, sure what did you tell that guy that he didn't like? Peter, Peter, like, of course, like, <laughs> right. it was, I'm sure it was very clever. <laughs> <laughs> Mel Brooks over there, <laughs> but um, I uh, I don't like that's why I don't like the radio, and I realize it's a problem because that means I have severely rest- like uh, restricted my ability to discover new music. Oh, yeah. Right. I think that, well, somebody talked about that, uh, did a study or something where basically like after 35, you may, you may discover a new song like once a year. After well, that. well, well, but see, right oh, but that whoever said that didn't know, know about songs. 
or 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 Shazam. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Because for me, that's how I so because I okay this so this this song comes on the on my eclectic my happy music playlist um and uh it's uh it's this like african rock band mm-hmm. and it's fantastic and actually it wasn't my happy music playlist i think it was on the it was on when i said just shuffle my music and my 18 year old alex uh who who knows all of these songs from like the 70s and in the 80s because of my playlists which oh, is great right, cool done my job i was about to say parent of the year right <laughs> there um he's like wait a second like what is this like and i said uh, he's like where did you find this song i was like you don't want to know <laughs> i was like no no no. so <laughs> i found it i can remember the moment i shazammed it from the bathroom in animal kingdom there you go because it was playing it was so good so here i am like shazamming this thing <laughs> In the bathroom. So he stalls in this one hand with his phone <laughs> sticking up. I'm that guy. Yeah, the guy. next stall going, hey, hey. Hope hey, you're not hey. recording. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was me. It was, I think I was alone. But uh, that's how I pick up a lot of my music or commercials. Yeah, no, I have done that too, yeah. I, mean, I can't tell you how many Advent Health commercial songs I have I've gone and then downloaded. What was it? I, uh, from a from a commercial i i um um uh, discovered an, an artist named apple Ed. used to have great music yeah and then you could that was like there were did kind of a partnership with like shazam or something right because mm-hmm. they had a thing where you it would know that you not only do you remember when song, starbucks you, you could go in and that. get like they had like the song of the day little like uh little cards yeah and they and they also had um they had like a lot of world music and stuff like that that was mm-hmm. that was all really cool those, those that was back when CDs were a thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I discovered this artist named LP from, uh, from some commercial um, she was on. There's a song called into the wild that uh, showed up and it was a weird, like I can't remember it's some sort of travel thing. Like it was like insurance or something, or maybe it was completely unrelated, but like the, the, the people were traveling. And so it was like, Hey, since, <laughs> since you've taken this laxative, you are, free to travel you know or whatever you know it's it was a but the point is you know i shazammed it from that commercial and wow that's a great (laughs) but she's a great artist man that's she's got this kind of cool funky what's her name katie tunstall kind of thing going i know katie uh, her name her name is lp Um, oh you said that didn't you yeah (laughs) i mean but it's an unusual name so but highly recommend it. It's a really soulful kind of thing. Sort of a, if KD Lang drank a lot more coffee. Because <laughs> he's a lot more energetic, but that kind of same vibe, you know. Herb Alpert. That's what I was thinking of. Herb Alpert. The Tijuana Brass. He's still alive, I think. Well, of course he is. He's got the Tijuana Brass. He's 85. Okay. He's Tijuana young Brass compared to Never Brad dies. Brad. Just like Goonies. Or no, Goonies never say die. But Tijuana Brass never dies. That's... Do you want a brass? Good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Um, so I think that, I, I mean, I am not, I'm just not much of a concert goer. Oh, because, certainly not anymore. <laughs> well, I, I mean, the thing I've is, that you, out of it, I think. when I could have been or should have been, I wasn't because I just never, I did, even though I enjoy music. Um, it's such a, it, I'm just, I've always been old. Like I, 
I didn't understand like spending all that money and I could just buy the album. You know, there's that argument. There's the, (laughs) it doesn't sound as good. (laughs) It doesn't sound as good, right? They don't even guarantee, you're not even guaranteed to hear the music you want to hear. Um, it's a whole like process. Like you have to go, it's like this thing. Um, you're crowded. And if it's like a, a really big kind of energetic band, then there's not even like seats. You're supposed to just sort of stand up. And and then then your ears are ringing for like six weeks. Oh my God. Even, yeah. Even like, Oh Jesus. Okay. So the first, the first concert I go to where it's like my choice. Um, cause I, I did get taken to the Oak Ridge boys and, uh, my first concert was Tom Jones, but I was like <gasps> three years old at the time. Oh, so I don't even God. know. If I just I listened actually, to Tom Jones last night. He's, 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 he's solid. He is solid. I like, I, I'm proud of the fact that that was my first concert, but of course I do not remember anything about it. But as soon as well, I was able to make to my tell own, people that. uh, my own decisions about what concert I went to and keeping in mind, I was 15 um i went to poison and warrant uh and these are bands no why i'm I'm familiar (laughs) i'm familiar and and yeah i think my ears are still ringing from that concert (laughs) and i uh i'm 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 still sweating from it too because it was whoo it was an experience and I think I think honestly that turned me off of concerts. Even at that age, I was like, "Really? Okay, I enjoyed the music because I, I I've heard that music and I like that music." And I mean, let's be honest, I still like the music. It's, it's a nostalgia thing. I understand that they're not you know objectively virtuosos, but <laughs> it's good stuff to 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 reminisce and nostalgify. But uh, yeah, I you know after that I was like, you know what, this was a a harsh, jarring, comfortless experience. <laughs> and I, I would rather, rather not, I mean, not to get Niles Crane about it, but it, it's, it was something I would prefer not to repeat. <laughs> and, um, and I don't think I went to a concert after that for a long time. I like yeah. how you picked Niles over. Uh, He's a bit more Frazier. delicate than Frazier. <laughs> <laughs> I still love that show. Oh, I do this. Like one of the greatest shows ever. Mm-hmm. Um, our Roomba is named Niles Crane because he's, oh. he's a neat freak, you know. So. <laughs> Appropriately enough. Mm-hmm.